Bingo, bango, bongo. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I am Ty, and this is Jack. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bash Bros Podcast. We have a special guest tonight, uh, Jacob Fournier. From the North from Van the Wolf Pack. Junior B North Van Wolf Pack. Um, Fournier, is there anything you want to say before we, you shut up and go to bed? Um, I'm just here for the entertainment and listen to the Bash Bros, you know, and i um, uh, I'll just be in the background. I won't be saying any advice, but uh, I'm I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here, and thank you for having me. All right. Well, that's the first and last time you're going to hear a Fournier. <laughs> a lot of stuff's happened this week um, since we last talked, so we're just going to get right into it, I think. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, Jack, why don't we just get it right into the betting barn here? Betting barn already? All right. I got to open my book here. Last week, we went 4-2. and two. Not too bad. I like the results. I feel like we can get better. Um, Lakers fucked us over last week. Um, my betting barn this week consists of NHL and NBA. So Saturday, NHL, we got Tampa in San Jose. I'm taking Tampa. We got Columbus in Buffalo. I'm taking Columbus. And we got Ottawa in Toronto. And I'm taking Col- or Toronto. And a Matthews goal. Um, in the morning of, you can bet on that. Sunday NHL, I'm taking Vancouver in Carolina. Um, yeah, I think that's a pretty straightforward bet. I mean, I think Carolina's played well lately. I think Vancouver's played better. Friday NBA, the Mavericks without Luka Doncic in Houston. And I got Portland at the Lakers. I got the Lakers winning in their first game back. Sunday NBA, I got Chicago in Toronto, and that's the only game, but I would put bank on that game for Toronto to win. Ty? That's it? That's it. Quick and easy. Why'd you put, why'd you put Vancouver over Carolina, at, in Carolina? Like, I, I, I'm well, just, I'm okay, so on my you. sheet, I put the over. Um, over what? Like, over... Four puck, and a half? Yeah, no, it'd be six and... No, not... Like, the over goals would probably be about six and a half. Six for that game. So I take the over two, but I'm taking Vancouver in Carolina because uh, I think Vancouver's going to be the underdog. And I think Carolina hasn't played well of late, and Vancouver has. Or sorry, Vancouver's going to be the underdog. So yeah. you know that you can make money on that bet, and I think Vancouver's going to play well. All right, then. I mean, I guess there's really not much else to say. I think you're pretty set on your bets. Yeah. And I won't argue with that. Um... Okay, well then let's get into uh, what's new this week. A lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Sad what stuff. Are we gonna, what are we going to start off with? We're going to start with the sad we're stuff. We're going to start with the happy stuff. Fuck. Kobe Bryant, number eight, number 24, has passed away, unfortunately. Dude, I. Helicopter accident. Yeah. I. It was tough. I. I woke up and I yeah, was. Yeah, you, you were the one that texted me. Well, because, too. okay, so fucking Fournier texted me. And he goes, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Kobe, dead. Kobe's dead. I'm like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Like, because Fournier's a jokester, right? Yeah. Like, he'll pull stupid shit. But that was like, I was like, yeah, okay, fucking funny. And I check out Instagram. Because he goes, check Instagram. Like, okay, fucking whatever. Scroll on Instagram. First thing I fucking see, Kobe Bryant dead. In a helicopter crash. I fucking... My heart dropped. Yeah. So you texted me after that, and I was at the gym at the time. I just got out of my car. Yeah, because you hadn't you had texted me back. No. Like, so I went to the gym, and then all of a sudden I checked my phone, and I'm about to start 
And Ty goes, Kobe's dead. And I go, yeah, yeah, okay. But then my first instinct was to check Instagram. So I checked Instagram and I scroll through like five posts in a row of just rip Kobe. And at, that, like, at that at the point where I first saw, saw it, I was like, okay, it's TMZ. They're full of bullshit. Like this this yeah. shit happens fucking weekly or whatever. Like LeBron had literally broken all his all time or like passing him in the all time list for points the night before the night before and called yeah. him. Yeah, that 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 shit fucking and and it's not even like that. Like it's his daughter. And it's, it's eight, also it's not seven eight other people. Yeah, nine total. Dude, like that shit. And then like honestly, I was at the gym and I started working out, and the whole time I was just thinking about it. And the there, whole time. And there wasn't. It wasn't like, wasn't anything to do with, uh, the pilot. Like it. it, it yeah, he it was flown, just the weather. He had flown. He had flown. Or people have come out. Kylie Jenner's come out and said that she's used him as a pilot before. Yeah. Um. Kawhi Leonard came out the other day said, quote, he's a good guy, which is a lot for Kawhi to say because Kawhi yeah. is a man of very few words. But um, Just makes you there. think about how anybody can go at any second. You can be the biggest star in the world and you can just go. And you never know. It doesn't matter. Every man. day, it like, yeah. It's, and, it's, and you don't really think about that until something like this happens. Yeah. I mean, like, even the, the, the riches of them all can be gone within... Yeah, with, like fucking snap with, of a finger, man. At least like, he still got his legacy. Of course he did, and, and that's what I find is cool. You know, I, did you hear what Allen Iverson said? No, I didn't. He said that uh, Kobe Bryant actually used to say, "I hope I die young, so I so I could be looked at as great as Michael Jordan." I didn't, I didn't know that was from from Allen yeah. Iverson, but. And that's I, crazy. He spoke I've, it into reality. Like everybody looks at him as like he's gonna be the next like. Uh, Poster boy on the NBA logo. Like, this is crazy. I was going to bring that up. Dude. I was like, dude, like, is he, do you think he's going to be the next NBA? Logo? I think, I think I Jerry, think I think Jerry West. He said that he, he doesn't want knows, it. He knows. He knows. He said that he doesn't want it. Who doesn't want it? Jerry West. He, said he, he came out and said he doesn't want to be the logo anymore. Yeah. I think, so, I so think if Kobe anybody's going to be, it's going to be Kobe. Dude. But I also think, else. I also think if anybody else deserved it, I don't know. Maybe it's LeBron, especially if he wins another t- another title now. I would have said Michael Jordan if anybody else. But well, yeah, but that's I didn't. But see, that's, dude, that's, that's the thing. It's the legacy. Yeah. And Kobe's or sorry, uh, LeBron isn't done. It's a thing. And yeah. and Kobe had a fucking crazy Oscar. Yeah. Like when did Jerry West get the logo? When Long he time. Like, but after. Yeah. He was done. After he won like fucking eight titles in a row. Yeah. Or something. But, but nobody's been, been as successful, successful as Kobe. Like that, yeah. that is a big that is a state like like a, he's not a lost like, player. Like, yeah, it's not like LeBron where he's just lost in the finals a lot. But, but as of I think as of right now there were over two million signatures. And from a guy from Vancouver, he started it. Yeah, and and uh, for a petition to to. But I don't even think that that's needed. Like I, th- I think Jerry West. I think knows, it's the lead to decide. I think Jerry West knows that he needs to move, like, pass it on. And the, the, you know what's the coolest thing? Jerry West drafted him. Yeah. Or sorry, didn't draft him. Proposed the trade from either New Orleans. Kobe was drafted Charlotte. to Charlotte, and um, and Jerry West proposed the trade to yeah. to uh, to trade for him, which was probably the best move of his fucking career, but. I think it's gonna be. I think he's gonna be the next, the next uh, logo on the NBA, on the NBA, and and that's fucking cool, man. Like that's 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 a huge thing. I, fuck, man. 
Like, I don't even know what else to say. Like, he was a family man. He was a great guy. You know, he never took... And, and you know what was cool is he... I forget what the, the exact quote was, but it was something along the lines of, like, when he was done in the NBA, if he wasn't as successful as he was in the NBA in in life, then it was all for nothing. Like, if he, if he didn't continue his legacy outside of basketball... Then it was all for nothing, which he was, is so cool. He started cool. to be he a kept, family man. He took this helicopter yeah. to literally spend more time with his kids. To, like, so to, he doesn't to get take his daughter traffic. to the game. Like, yeah. that was fucking crazy, man. Yeah. So enough with the sad news. Let's move on to hockey. Yeah. Um, great game last night. Oilers, Flames, Cassie yeah. and Kachuk. Fucking the beef is finally ended. They both respect each other, and they even though they play in a few days, they will not be fighting next time. I think that's over. I think Calgary Edmonton isn't over. Like, the beef no, is still there. there's no way. Dude. There's a bunch of shit that might happen. Like, Ronaldo might go after Cassian. Um, but you don't actually know what the fuck's going to happen. So whatever storyline comes next, it's, it's more Oilers Flames instead of Cassian Kachucks. I think that beef's done. This is literally El Clasico of the NHL. For now. Right now, it is, thing at that the, I, it is at the climax. Yeah, the thing that I think, and is, I hope it, it, I, you know what, it I, used to be Dowdy Kachuk, but the thing about this is, this could be a potentially playoff matchup. If yeah, it if it is, then it means something. Right now, it is. The thing that I would say though is, if it ends up by the end of the season not being that, and they don't play each other in the playoffs, then I think it's just another Dowdy Kachuk thing where it happens for one season. Like, I don't think the rivalry continues on because every year one of the teams is probably going to be bad. Like, it's always an up-and-down swing. The thing that the thing that changes it for me is is the fact that it's, um, like, with the Kings, they are in the same division, but it's not, it's, like, it's the Battle of Alberta. Like, it, it, it's yeah. a big thing within... It just, it has to be a playoff series to me. Regular season beef is completely different. When you get playoff series beef, that is fucking crazy. As of right now, they are. Yeah, I know. They are. Um, and I hope it stays. That would be the best series of the playoffs. 100 yeah. doesn't even matter what the scores are, dude. That, no. Those games. I don't care if somebody's swept. Yeah. It's going to be fucking nuts. The thing that I loved about the whole thing that's gone on is Kachuk nailed Cassian twice in the last game that they played together. Yeah. And then Kachuk, and, and and everybody knows Cassian as a goon, the guy where he's just there to fucking start shit, and he gets the boys fired got up. Got a nice contract, though. Got a great contract, but anyways, back to what I was saying, is the fact that Kachuk understood what happened, understood the, the whole beef, and took it into his own hands to fight, and both of them, you know what, it was, it was that's what they wanted. Cassian wanted a fucking fight. Kachuk wanted to just get back with regular things that he was doing. He's he's a great player. He he can do great things, and I'm happy that it's it's over. And and I love the the quote that Cassian put. He's like, I respect him as a I respect him. I don't respect him as a player, but I respect him as a person because he fought. Yeah, because on ice beef is different than off ice beef. Yeah. Because, but, the, and the thing is, I was kind of, like, I was watching the game, and I was like, mm, Lucic is on a line with Kachuk. Like, they don't, like, Kachuk doesn't want to fight. Because I was like, Lucic is going to just, like, sit there and be Kachuk's guardian. Whenever Cassian goes off at him, Kachuk, or Lucic comes in and fucking. Lucic is just, he's a nobody now. Fuck that guy. He should be in the a- AHL. All right, he's an asshole. Okay, well, we don't have to go that far, but. But he is. He's, oh, 
Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super excited to see Saturday night. They're playing each other again. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. I don't think anything. Else. I mean, maybe Cassian Ronaldo goes at each, at, at each other. Maybe Nuge Monahan again. Shut up. That was a hell yeah, fight. dude. But like, it was got brought energy to the game. It started the fucking game. Oh yeah, it started the real battle in the Battle of Alberta, which was which was nice. Fortnite's Fortnite's fucking mouthing shit us right now, and he's. He's just being a little bit. He's just being a little bit. All right. Next up, hurdle out for season tear ACL and MCL. Fuck man. out until well probably next year uh, training camp. Sharks are done. Sharks are yeah, done. sharks. And I, and that, I can positively it. say yeah. that the sharks are done. You thought maybe one team like if it was gonna be anybody, the it sharks were gonna make them. a push yeah. and try to make wild card, yeah. but no, it's over. Yeah, no, so, I mean like they're already below a playoff spot. Even and they're a wild old card as shit. And they're old as shit. Jumbo Joe hasn't done shit. Patrick Marlowe hasn't done shit, and I, I I can't see them battling their way back up. Like I can't. No, there's they're, there's no they're way. way under, they're no they're way. under five hundred. What about the Leafs? Do they battle back? Leafs battle back. Of course they. But do, where back. do they finish? Third wild well, card. They're fourth right now in their division. Uh huh. Same with tied with uh Florida. For points. Yeah, sixty one each. Yeah. Sixty-one have also, more games played. Though. Also with the Hurricanes tied in wildcard spot. I think the Leafs keep their spot where they are. I don't think that they're going to get any higher. So you don't think they're going to make playoffs? They're I not in playoffs right now. They're one seed. They're one back. I don't know. It's so fucking... I, I, See, I just don't know how Florida keeps this up. I mean, they're a great team. I don't know if Huberto can like carry this this whole like the rest of the season. I think that the Leafs find either a first wild card or a third seed in the Atlantic. The only problem is, is they're gonna have to play maybe Boston or maybe Tampa, and I don't see the Leafs without with all the injuries they've had. Even when they come back, I just don't see them beating either of those teams. I, I hope that they. I think keep, that they, they keep doing what they're but they're, they've been playing very good. They've won two straight. They're they're doing well. I just I th- hope that it keeps up. I think I really if do. they make wild card, they have a better shot. If they don't play anything, anybody from the Atlantic, mm-hmm. I think if they play something from the Metro, like Pittsburgh, I think they can beat Pittsburgh. I think with skill, it's not as much of a hitting game as it is in the Atlantic right now with those third and fourth liners. Yeah. I think if they play somebody like Washington, they might get bumped around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If they play somebody like Philly or Islanders, I think they could beat them too. I just want them to make it past the first round. That's, That's what I've wanted for the past three years. Imagine and if they finish as a second wild card team or a first wild card, and you gotta play Boston first round again. What do you think about that? If they play Boston first round again, I don't. I mean, Boston's defense core is really good. It's really. I don't know, dude. Good. It's sus to me. Charlie I, McAvoy. I, Charlie McAvoy's done fuck all this season, dude. Man. It, dude, the season doesn't matter. We've seen ah, it every. Yeah. Dude, they're still first place. They're like second in the league. Obviously, they've done something. Tori Krug, Chara's still big. Chara. Chara's nothing compared to Buddy, anything that the Leafs. They're have. like second in the league. Like they're still really. Okay, good. but you just brought up Chara's name and then you just switched the situation. Yeah, but Chara is fucking a bad defense. Yes, but you're saying their defensive core is bad, but they can't be second in the league with Krug, a bad defensive core. Who's great at his A game. McAvoy, McAvoy is needs to get better. 
He does, dude. He does. He's not playing well right now. They made Stanley Cup finals on those guys last year. Okay, but what about what about this year, man? Like they're like you you can't just go into this thing. They did good last year. If they're first place. Then obviously they're doing something good. Yeah, they have fucking a great fucking forward core. They they they, they don't. It's not like they're letting. Yeah, they're not letting they're in getting, a lot of goals either. Dude, they're not getting like the thing. Like, they're they're winning games, but it's not because of their defense. I think defense. this is just you in Toronto. No, it's not. It definitely dude. is. You know how many goals Charlie McAvoy has this season? Dude, he's he's a defensive defenseman. He's you know how many? Chara. You know how many goals Charlie McAvoy has this season? He's a defensive defenseman. You know how many goals Charlie McAvoy has? I don't know. Five. Zero. Zero. He, he has, has 17 points. That's just about what Tyson Berry has, right? No. <laughs> what, <laughs> four or has five? Probably five or six. But Charlie McAvoy's plus, plus minus, guess what it is? Plus nine. That's still pretty good. Not really. When you when you look at the fact... Know, when you're playing the best teams, on, when you're playing the best guys on the other team every single night, plus nine's still pretty good. Yeah, I'll take right. it. Okay, take it then. I mean, there's... like. I don't like. All right, so we're gonna move on. No, we're um, moving on here because this is a buddy. Is, this is Toronto bias. Like you just. Hate it's not Toronto bias. I don't like the Bruins either. They're I just picked good. up Charlie McAvoy in my fucking pool this year, and you know what he's done for me? Fuck all. Because he's a defensive defenseman. He's not supposed to be offensive. No, he, he, but his plus minus was shit. Plus nine is still good. Plus minus, especially oh for a defenseman who plays like twenty six minutes a you, night. Okay. Keep going. You're good. Buddy, let's list like the fir- the Canucks plus minus. Fucking go for it. That's they're what I mean. Shit. They're not. They're first in their division too. Like you're saying, teams are shit, but they're first place. Okay, so are you gonna rely on Charlie McAvoy playoff season? Yes. You're gonna rely on him. Yes. At a plus, if you if you finish the playoffs plus nine, are you kidding me? Finish the playoffs plus nine? Sure. Yeah. Plus, uh, finish the fucking regular season plus nine. Have a good one. I'm good with that too. Go for it. Let's, we'll see see. What, let's see what the highest defenseman is in plus minus right now. Please do. So from what I see right now, I don't know actually. Well, Dougie Hamilton's injured. Ryan Graves is plus 34. If you scroll to 20th, they're plus 16. So he's just as good as almost... The tw- not including, not including, like this is including all then forwards, and half this here, list man. is forwards. Then look at the fucking demon. Well, I can't. I'm on fucking the score. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think that they can rely on him. They can rely on Krug. I think Krug's a great defenseman. But... In my opinion, they can't rely on, on Charlie McAvoy, man. They can't. Especially if he's playing with Chara, man. Like, he's got to do everything on that line. Because, every, like, especially if they're playing the Leafs, the speed that the Leafs have gets by Chara. Morgan anyway. Riley in 46 games is plus six, and he's an amazing defenseman. Yeah. So, so Charlie McAvoy is plus nine. This guy's plus six. Okay. So why are you saying that McAvoy sucks and he's not reliable when Morgan Riley is reliable but he's only plus six? When it comes to playoffs. Well, Morgan Riley again is going to be the same same as Charlie McAvoy is going to be the same person in the playoffs that he is in the regular season. How many points does fucking Morgan Riley have though? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yes, but he's again a little bit more of an offensive defenseman. Crew's defensive. That's why he's plus six and plus nine. But he's a better defenseman than him. Who Morgan Riley? Yeah, yeah but. You're saying McAvoy's not reliable and he's got a better plus minus. Man, That's we, we, like, we'll, 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 we'll see, but 
Like, you say what you want, man. Like, it's not... Well, I don't know. You just... You, I, you stated a case. I defended against it, and now you're saying, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're saying he's no, not reliable, I'm... but he's plus nine. You said that was shit, but Morgan Riley's plus six, and you're... So that's shit, too? Yeah, it is shit. So Morgan Riley's had a bad season. Okay. Like, he has, and I've said that, but... Like... But would you rely on him in the playoffs? Experience-wise, yes. Yeah, but same with McAvoy. Experience-wise, dude, they made the finals on him and Chara last year, too. Krug was it's injured for some games. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, like, well, that's what I'm saying. Where's Morgan Riley in the finals? I don't know. I don't see no defenseman helping him out. Yeah, because he doesn't have anybody around him. Yeah, but McAvoy, if you're saying the Bruins defenseman McAvoy apparently sucks, has Chara and Krug, and Chara's a fucking great defenseman, well, you, is what you're saying. Yeah, but what you're saying is they suck. So if, if McAvoy doesn't have anybody to play with either, then they must suck too. What are you saying? You said, said that the defense, a great defenseman. But you, okay, but he doesn't play with Krug. Well, it doesn't matter. Who does Morgan Riley play with? Tyson Berry? You just said he's shit. Nobody else on the fucking defense court but, it, but this is what I mean. If, if you say that Chara's shit and McAvoy's shit... But he's got a better record than Morgan Riley, like a better plus minus. Then he and he's made the Stanley Cup Finals, and he should be reliable too, because he's probably carrying him and. I didn't Chara. say Morgan Riley was having a great season though. Yeah, I didn't say that. That's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about, man? Okay, state your case. Okay, you said that he's a shit defenseman. I didn't say he was shit. I said they can't rely on him. So can you not rely on Morgan Riley either? That's not what I'm right saying. now. Okay. Not right now you can't. Fine. That's all I've been asking. Okay. So, so, so Morgan Riley's awful too. He's not awful, but you can't rely on him come playoff season. There's no way. I don't know. I would still rely on both of them, hundred percent. Right. I'll even look at Victor Hedman. Let's see his. Victor Hedman, of course. He's got experience. Yeah, but I'm just checking to and see he's what a he's great at. Defenseman. And he Plus twelve. Playing. That's three more than McAvoy. That's still not even that great. <laughs> Dude, like that's like. You're going off plus minus here. Like, but that's it, what we were talking about. Okay, but like when you come to points and when you come to seniority and when you come to knowing what the fuck you're doing in the NHL, you can't rely on fucking Charlie McAvoy to pick up Chara's shit after he fucks up all play. I think we've Victor, Who's Victor Hedman playing with? Victor Hedman right now? Yeah. I think he's playing with either How, how's the Tampa's, Shattenkirk. How's, the, how's, the, how's Tampa's defense score? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Right? You would say they're pretty good. Yeah. So he's playing with a great defenseman with beside him. No. Or a no, good no, defenseman. Well, no, no. He plays usually with Jan Ruda or Shattenkirk, which are both not great. He's not playing with, like, McDonough or um, Cernak or Sergachev. Sergachev's third line. So he's not playing with a great guy either. This whole conversation started off with it's, it's Boston's defense score. And Boston yes. does not have a defense score other than... Maybe Charlie McAvoy and You don't, and you don't make the finals without a good defense core. They made the finals because of a great offensive core. Dude, their games last year weren't that high scoring in the playoffs. Against St. Louis. No, just in general. Okay. They just weren't. Mm-hmm. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Okay, soccer, uh, Premier League, Liverpool still unbeaten. One tie, 27 or 28 wins. I mean, that's fucking unreal. Um, congrats on them. I hope they go the season fucking undefeated. That'd be sick as shit. Super Bowl next. We haven't talked about this yet. Chiefs 49ers. Fucking Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Um, tough matchup. Didn't really know who to pick here. Chiefs have better quarterback, 100%. 49ers, better running back. Probably better defense, too. Um, Chiefs would need to step up on defense, make some plays, but I think high-scoring game. I'm going to take Chiefs just because Patrick Mahomes, but doesn't really matter to me. I think it's going to be a fucking high-scoring game, good game. 
Excited to watch. Yeah, Chiefs have it. I don't even know what else to say. I mean, like they've they've played very good this season, and fuck, man. Like Mahomes, Tyreek, and and Travis Kelsey, those three carry their offense. And I don't see I don't see uh, the 49ers defense stopping them. As good as they are, I don't know. I mean, like Richard Sherman's great to cover the wide, wide receivers, but when you have someone as reliable as Travis Kelsey as your tight end, I don't I don't think that there's a way of stopping them. I don't know. I don't know if you if you. No, I think Sammy Watkins on one side. You put Travis Kelsey in the middle. Put Tyree Kill on the other. I I think it's not even fair. The thing is about that is Patrick Mahomes recoveries very well, so if they pick up on what they're trying to do with the wide receivers and they go deep, Patrick Mahomes is going to use his legs as long as he can get around the D line. Then I think he's fine because I think the only way they lose is if Patrick Mahomes stays in the pocket. If Joey Bosa can get to him and he stays in the pocket, yeah. um, I no, think. But, and that's what I was just about to bring up. He is the best at getting out of the pocket. Yeah, but actually, him and Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. That, that, but he was one of the best. Yeah, but that's say. what I mean. So yeah. if Patrick Mahomes can move around, then I think they win easy because it gives the receivers time to run their routes. I think if not, if the D line can keep him in the pocket, I think uh, San Fran wins. He's the he's really good at getting the throw off on the run as well. Yeah, like he can he can do anything. He can, he's yeah. fucking Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's literally gonna be like a goat one day. Like I promise you this. This Kansas City team, if he takes less money and hopefully he does just a little bit, because he deserves a lot. Um, I think still that get a shit ton of money, I think right? that they'll they'll fucking have a dynasty like the Patriots did. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Ty State. Are the Patriots done? Patriots aren't done. I think they're done with Tom Brady. Are they done with the dynasty though? No, I think their defense last year is going to be the same this year. So I think they're going to be number one in defense. And I think if they get a new quarterback, I think they can they can draft some wide receivers or a big tight end. Yeah. Dude, I want to see them draft LSU. Um, their tight end, uh, Moss. Randy Moss's son. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him on the Patriots. Actually, he, he surprised me some games here. Um, yeah, so that's it for what's up this week. Uh, Ty's take up next, everybody. All right, so Ty's take. Obviously, uh, since the All-Star break, there's been a lot of stuff going on. But my question is, not being a Canucks fan, but I was going to ask, are the Canucks a contending team? Now, there's a difference between a playoff team and a contending team because, honestly, if you're a playoff team, congratulations, but the only thing that you're not getting out of this or you're getting out of this is a shitty uh, draft position. Um, and the Canucks have drafted very well over the past few years. You know, Pedersen, Hughes, Besser, the list goes on. I mean, they've had one shitty one in in, in, in uh, Ole Levy, But, honestly, at this point, are they a contending team? And I'm gonna say, no. Right now, they're not. A, they're not a contending team. Um, they are first in their division. They're they're gonna do well in the playoffs. I think. I don't think that they're gonna be out first round. Um, but it's weird to me to watch the Canucks play because every game that I go into watching the Canucks play, they're gonna lose. Like it's literally every game. I'm like, oh, they're playing. And the Sharks, literally, on Wednesday night, the sh- they play the Sharks. And I'm like, oh, 
like they they always lose at the Sharks. And and yes, the Sharks are changing as a team, but in my mind, it's like oh, it's the Canucks. They're gonna lose to the Sharks. Here we go. It's another fucking great day in San Jose. But I don't know. I mean, I can see them getting close, but I can't see them contending for for a Stanley Cup. Um, you want to hear my analysis on this? So I've talked about this last couple days a lot. Um, and I think this is one thing that I think the Canucks are. I go into games like you thinking they're going to lose and they come out on top and that gives me hope. And as a Canucks fan, I'm scared of hope because I feel like they're going to fall off one day. Um, but one thing that I'd say about the Canucks is it's situational. I think they do well in situations. I think that the Canucks in the first round, if they finish first or second, if they have home ice advantage... I think they do well, especially if they play a Pacific team in Arizona as a wild card, or if they play like Edmonton or Calgary in the first round as a second seed. I think they do very well and they make the first round. And then if a Pacific team wins again, then I think they I think they beat everybody in the Pacific is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think that I think their end goal this year is to win first round. I think their potential is con- Western Conference final. I think if they play anybody like Dallas Winnipeg, um, Nashville, actually Nashville probably won't be in it. St. Louis in the playoffs or, um, who's second? Oh, Colorado. I think if they play, because I think Colorado or St. Louis is going to get that far. So I think that if they play either of those teams, I think they lose. I don't think they lose in four games. I think they lose in six because I think they can win at home. Um, maybe a couple, I think maybe they, a couple I games think that, overtime. I think that they take the Blues. Uh, you think they take the Blues? In the Summit Game Series, I think they take the Blues. I don't know. Depends blues on us, and, who, blues who, the has to, are different who has home ice, though. Because St. Louis is St. very Louis good would. at home. St. Louis would. Very good at home. Because they have more points St. Louis would. As of right now. Yeah, so yeah. I think he, and he, they're up by the Canucks by quite a bit. They have, so nine, I, they have nine points on the Canucks. Yeah, so I think St. Louis would same, win that series. Same I think same play. with Colorado. I think Colorado will win that series, but I think the Canucks have a chance to do something special with this young team, which is great because next year there are rumors that Triamkin might come back. Yep. And then in two years, so not this year, not next year, after the expansion draft... You might lose a goalie, depending if you pay Markstrom for three years at a high contract. Seattle won't take him, and we keep Demko. I think I think they get rid of DiPietro. I think I they put him. DiPietro up there. can't be. It's one of your two goalies that are on the team right Active. now. Yeah, Demko or Markstrom. So I think this is what they do. I think they sign Markstrom to a three-year deal, like six million. I don't think that Seattle wants that contract, so I think they protect Demko, keep both goalies. And then once Markstrom contract up, he's probably going to leave. And then you bring on Demko, DiPietro. But you play Demko, Markstrom split half and half. But then the year after the expansion draft, you have put Colson coming. Who I think yes. once Pedersen gets more experience. And Hoglander. Yeah. Pedersen gets more experience. That's Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Yeah, Stanley Cup winning teams are built on young guys who are like rookies who come in. Like put Colson who can make a difference. And then a little bit older guys. Because it will be Pedersen's like fourth, fifth season, fifth season by that point? Like, I you think, think they'd I be think good. When it, I think when it comes to playoffs, or, or even, like, they're, like, younger players, I think it comes to the size. And size scares me on the Canucks, but at the same time, they make up for it with their skill. And grit. I think they have yeah. a lot of grit on their team. Of, yeah, they got Beagle, Mott. Wait till Furlan might come back. Levo's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, Horvat's got a little bit of grit in him. Sutter's, Bruce, came, Sutter's, Sutter's came back off this yeah. injury 
Plus. Jake Vertanen, Roussel. There's a lot of grit that won't yeah. take shit from other teams, and that's what I like about this team. I hope Furlan comes back for them. I really hope. Especially if they play Calgary, wouldn't that be fucking dope? Yeah. Um, I was going to bring up something. What am I thinking about, dude? Think about the story we're going to have right now. Well, no, hold on. But what? I was going to bring up something with the Canucks, man. The fuck? Anyways, we'll get into the story, I guess. Um, fucking Jesus Christ, where do we even begin? What are we doing today? The story? Yeah. Want to do 20 down? No. Want to do wall? That is 20 down. That is 20 That's pretty good. What was, the, what was the one I was talking about before? The, the story, the drunk story. 20 down. Well, let's do 20 down then. Okay. We already did cut the hand. If you'd fucking listen. So 20 down is a fun little story that I don't like to tell because I don't remember half the night. But Ty does, even though he was like 13, 14 down. So 20 down is 20 beers down in a night. We did this. I did this in about three and a half, four hour span. Yeah, four and a half, yeah. three, three and a half to four and a half hour span, yeah. where I downed 20 beers, shotgun like four, need like 10 in the beer bong, played pong a couple times, but, so I was 17 down when I really lost track, so I remember going to the washroom and fucking chunning my fucking ass off. Just all oh yeah, fucking guts all over um, my toilet, and I remember sitting back down and Daniel and Ty, Daniel's other friend who's at Uvic right now, we they pulled couch just to like look at me because I was the one who fucked up and I was just chilling next to the the bathtub, um, and I guess I you have, can tell the rest because I don't really know the rest. I have unlimited videos of this, like it's ridiculous. We. So Jack was in a very vulnerable position. Um, he was he was ready to throw. I don't think you had thrown up at the point. I don't think you had, but you were ready to go. No, I literally chugged a beer and then was like, okay, I'm ready. And then I went. But uh, so, so Jack had finished, I think, 16 before he had gone in the bathroom. And then when he went to the bathroom, he's like, I'm not ready to go yet. Give me another one. So me and Daniel are like, Okay, like, here you go. Here's another one. You guys were having a little bit more fun than, oh, okay. Well, we were, no, well, at the time, we were like, oh, shit, like, he's going for it. So we give it to him, and, uh, (laughs) and, and he, and he chugs it, doesn't chug the whole thing, chugs about three, three quarters of it, and he throws up, and we're like, okay, like, whatever. He finishes that one after he throws up, and then he's like, give me another one. We're like, are you sure about this, man? Like, this is this is starting to kind of scare me. So give me a fucking another one. Like, okay, fuck. So we give him another one. And he chugs it, throws up again. No, I didn't throw up a second time. I never threw up after the first time. You didn't. I didn't, I promise you. But you were very close, man. Yeah, you were. You had your head over the fucking bowl, of course. So after Jack's 19th drink, me and Daniel go into the other room. We're like, why don't we make this, this interesting? So we dump out probably about a quarter of his of his Corona, and we put in a quarter worth of Jagermeister. 
um, with some grenadine to make it look like it was a grenadine Corona. And Jack fucking takes a sip. He's like, and the first thing he says, he goes, "This is a fucking Corona. This is fucking yeah. This tastes like fucking yeah. Tastes like fucking yeah." We're like, "Yeah, you know what, Jack? It does because you know what, Jack." It, it is. No, no you guys fucking, fucking played it off for like 10 minutes. We didn't know yes, it you was did. 10. It, made, it might have felt like 10 minutes, but it was probably I just remember seconds. going, there's yag in this. And Dan going, going, no, there's no yag. Yeah, we tried, and it did not succeed. And uh, that was the story of Jack fucking Well, so then I, well, no, because then I get up. So I didn't come, that wasn't, that wasn't actually the end of the night. Because I kind of remember this from all the videos and stuff. So I got up. And, and you, you guys, guys were all kind of going to bed, and I ended up going on the bike. And I actually asked for another Corona, and you guys didn't want to give me another one. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go to bed. Like, this is my time. Like, I'm really fucked up, and the world's spinning. I think I'm going to go to bed. Next thing I know, I wake up the next morning, and there's a hole in my wall. And I come downstairs, and I'm... Fu- oh, no, actually, the boys came upstairs. And they, and they fucking, fucking woke me up, up at like 9 a.m. They were like, Jack, how's it going? They're making all this fucking loud noise. And I'm hungover as shit. And I just told them to get the fuck out. But so then they tell me that while I'm walking to bed, I tripped on my own foot and smashed into the wall. <laughs> Dude, that was probably the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because, because I was, I was awake for it, and I was, I was on the couch, couch watching Jack. Jack. He's like, he goes, okay, good night, good night, guys. I'm going to bed now. And his upstairs is like, what? It's like a two floors. You gotta take the yeah. It's two floors up. And he gets out of the bathroom and he starts walking, and there's a fucking rocking chair which I'm sitting on right now, and he fucking trips over the leg of it and flies into the fucking wall. There is, and I'm looking at it right now, there's a hole in his wall. There's a huge asshole in my wall. Because of that fucking night where Jack had one too many Ronas. Actually, the funny thing was, I just came back from uni at that point. And I actually fell asleep for about an hour and a half in my suitcase. I couldn't make it to bed, and I fell asleep in my suitcase. And then I got up halfway through, and I got some water and went to bed. I was probably still drunk, but... All I remember is me sleeping in a suitcase for a couple hours and having a hole in my wall the next morning while my mom screams at me. Yeah, it's not a great-looking addition to the house, but it's a memory. It's a memory, it's a story, and that is where we're going to leave you guys until next week. And thanks for listening. Have a good Super Bowl, drink lots of beer, eat lots of wings. Yep. Fucking enjoy your week and bet on Jack's betting barn. We're going to enjoy our week. Uh is going to enjoy his week with... Uh, what, what do you have for you? You got a couple games this weekend? Fucking PTHL. Good stuff. Yeah, it's better if you guys uh, want to come watch Fournier, which not a lot of people do. Nobody but, does. But, uh, and we'll end it there. He's got a game this Saturday, 7 o'clock, at uh, Harry Jerome. Um, but really, I mean, you don't have to come because it's really not very good. Um, but as of right now, uh, we'll leave you guys there. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And we will we'll be back probably next, next week. week. Next, next week. week. Have, Have a good one, guys. Yeah, see ya.